What up, you hammer niggas? It's your boy Yahweh Zaza here. Coming to you with another episode of Post Game Narratives, week 12. Damn, it's really been 12 weeks. Man, I remember first getting on here thinking, like, yo, I didn't know how long we were going to do this, but we're here for a good 12 weeks. We're making it work. I'd like to thank everyone who's been involved in this my cousin Wendell, my boy Kofi. We've all helped make this show what it is today. We want to thank all everyone for the love and support for being there. You know who you are. I ain't gonna shout all of you guys out, but keep watching the show. We gonna keep getting better. We got some moves coming up in 2024. But uh, this has been a, a really like lost a week. You know, I'm coming back from um, uh, what as they call it fall break. So you know, just trying to get the kids back into school work. But it doesn't make any sense because they're only gonna have a short week anyway before they go back into Thanksgiving break. So. The kids are going to be all over the place this week. But, you know, that's kids. You can't really blame them. I blame the parents. And like I always said, the parents are part of the problem. But it is what it is. Um, as I sit here on this Sunday night watching this god-awful Jets team that, good Lord, you guys don't get rid of Zach Wilson. You know what? No. Keep Zach Wilson. I want the Jets fans to have nothing but pain. I hate the team. I hate the other team, Buffalo. I hope I hope no one wins this game. I hope it goes down to a draw and you both get that silly one at the end of uh, your record because you guys don't deserve any happiness. Buffalo, I'm loving the fact that they've been losing and everyone's been calling Josh Allen out. Think about it. Josh Allen went from being compared to Patrick Mahomes to now he's being, being compared to Dak Prescott. That's a fall off, but we don't talk about it as much because we like him. He's a lovable guy, where if this is Lamar, Lamar gets all that that blame. And when Lamar lost last week against the Browns, got a lot of flack. But Josh Allen stunk it up on Monday Night Football. And now I love how the criticism is starting to come. I love how everyone's coming to, okay, he's great, but he's a turnover machine. Doesn't really read defense well. He threw the same interception on the same pass. I was like, Josh, you cannot throw that. And watching him today, you can tell since they let go of the offensive coordinator, he's kind of calmed it down. They've told him, hey, it's okay. You don't have to make every play. If it's not there, throw it away. He's still holding on to the ball a little too long for my concern. But he's not always trying to go for the home run hit. He's taking what the defense gives him. They're running the ball really well with James Cook. So, you know, I hope they still lose, but it's good to see that this team is making adjustments because the first half of this um, football Sunday, to me, has been maligned with bad turnovers. There's so many turnovers from this quarterback, from these quarterbacks. Jared Goff, three interceptions. I know I picked him at MVP picks, but listen. There's no way in the world you have three turnovers against the Bears. The Bears have pretty much said that they are trying to tank, and they almost went out to your home place and beat you. Lions, you, you can't have that. This is why when people are, like, really high on the Lions, I'm not there with them yet. I'm like, because they struggle with teams that they shouldn't. And I get it, it's a divisional game and all that other stuff, but you can't play the Lions that close. You were down, literally, 
13 points. That that can't happen. That can't happen. And once again, because the Lions aren't Lions don't have that type of explosive offense to take it to the next level. You can't you're not gonna be able to come back from thirteen points down in the playoffs against really good teams. You need to find a way to solidify uh Jared Goff not throwing the interception. And first of all, Jared Goff, honestly, is just literally a game manager with a really good arm. That's all he is. And if he's throwing interceptions like that, you need you need you need to keep the ball out of his hands a little bit. Start running the ball. You they have a good team. They're really balanced. That's why I didn't understand all these turnovers. And speaking of turnovers, the Washington Commanders. Listen, I'm happy. Patriots are getting Marvin Harrison Jr. because the Giants won. So that one I will drink to. But watching Sam Howe get destroyed by a Giants defense that the Cowboys literally ran through last week was one of the most craziest things because I'm like, yo, the Commanders just beat the Patriots a couple of weeks ago and the Giants were out there having six sack, no, six turnovers again. What's going on? And I saw it. The pressure was getting there. Sam Howell, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's the future of the Commanders. I think we all kind of know that. But even for a fill-in, he, he makes a lot of bad choices. Like there was an interception he threw at the end of the game that that didn't need to happen. But that's because it was a bad pass and it was he threw a duck and they intercepted and they ran it back. So it was a lot of really bad quarterback play from. Um, the earlier half of this game. Then, listen, if Brandon Staley isn't fired by tomorrow, that shows to me that the Chargers are okay with being the Chargers because they were up late in that fourth quarter and they let Jordan Love go down the field and score on them. And the worst thing about it is because the Jordan Love hype went away a couple of weeks ago and now everyone's been saying the Packers need to start looking for another quarterback. And Brandon Staley's Chargers defense led Jordan Love to whatever he wanted. And then I heard him in the press conference saying that, oh, it's not the defense's fault that he that we when we lost. We've been getting better on defense. No, you haven't. You have been the same team under him. You you're you give up the most points. You're third. You give up the mo- third most points in the league. As a defensive coordinator, you should feel shame. And honestly, he shouldn't make it past the season because I've seen coaches not get this type of chances that Brandon Staley's getting. You have to let him go. Not just because he's a bad coach, it's because his ego is not allowing him to understand, like, yeah, I'm ruining this team. And he's also wasting Justin Herbert's time. Listen, I get we love Justin Herbert. He has the arm. Justin Herbert isn't winning. All these stats don't mean anything if you're not winning. Honestly, he's a below 500 quarterback. His record is. is. That's what it is. His record is who he is. Nothing else he needs to go off of that. But also, listen, you got to give C.J. Stroud some credit. Threw three, threw three interceptions today, but still ended up winning that game. The Texans are really good. I didn't think that they were going to be like this. So I... Kudos to the Texans. You and their offense is 
Giannis terrible. It's not. It's not the best. And he's still finding a way to keep this team in the game. They're always there when they need to be. So, you know, we're why uh, Jets are and Buffalo are getting their second half, whatever started. I hope both of these teams lose, but you know, uh, the Jets have Zach Wilson, so that's all that matters. But um, going to our first topic of today, um, the Jim Harbaugh situation. Um, I don't really know how I feel about it. Like, I don't like the fact that this is all happening and now it's like the players are being blamed and I get it because at the end of the day, the coach knows what's going on. Jim Harbaugh can't tell me he didn't know all of this was going on. You knew. You were the coach. Even if you didn't know 100% of it, I guarantee you knew 75% of the fuck that was and this is what I don't like is that he's going to go get suspended for the three games and still come back and coach and do whatever the fuck he wants. But if this is a player, the season's done. So I'm all in fairness of he shouldn't have, he should not be allowed to coach in the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, he shouldn't make it. I don't want to take away from the players because the players have worked too hard to get to this point in their career. You take away um, something from them like this. Especially when they don't know what's going on. Because you got to understand, this is a business. All these coaches and athletic directors, they're doing this without the players knowing. All the players know is, hey, we got this. Hey, we... Listen. Jim Harbaugh, khaki pants man, doesn't deserve to coach in the college football playoffs. He does not. I'm tired of coaches getting away with stuff that um, players can't get away with. They're allowed to leave and go... Go coach automatic. No, 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 no. We need to start punishing them. But also the NCAA, like, guys, there's been cheating done in this league for years. I don't like the fact that it's like you choose now to do this when this has been happening forever. But that, that's neither here or there. I just don't think um, Jim Harbaugh should be allowed to coach in the college football playoffs, especially with all this stuff that's going on. And I get it. NCAA is trying to be play to higher moral ground and no one really cares, but listen, there needs to be some punishment. That, that's that's all I'm trying to say. And uh, speaking of coaches, listen, Patriots fans, if Bill does leave and go to the Chargers, he needs, like I said a couple weeks ago, he needs to take everyone on his staff. Everyone has to go. I don't need, I don't want Bill O'Brien. I don't want any of them. Bill Belichick does not realize the damage he's done to the locker room. And I feel bad for a player like Mac Jones. Mac does not deserve as much hate as he's getting right now. Like, he's not good to the, to the level of a Tom Brady. But I feel like what Bill's done for him in these first three seasons, a lot of GMs and coaches would have been fired for this. But because he's Bill Belichick, he's getting allowed to get away with this bullshit. The fact that you benched Mac Jones that late in that game and brought in Bailey Zappi and thought that was going to change, you can't do shit like that. You, you, you can't. And for me, that's when I was like, oh, it, it's time for a change. And it's okay. He can go somewhere and he can go be great and go do his Bill Belichick shit somewhere else. But right now, I don't think the Patriots and him – See eye to eye. That's fine. Go somewhere else. And I just feel bad. Max lost the locker room. And 
it's like, is Bailey Zappi the answer? Like, now I'm about to go to this uh, Patriots-Giants game and go watch Bailey Zappi. I've never even liked Zappi like that. I think he's a, I think he's just a permanent backup. At least I think Mac could be a starter somewhere. You just have to have the right system around him and the right court and the right uh, and the right um, receivers around him. So like, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really get it. <coughs> I don't really get it. But oh, fuck me, score! Damn, one of these teams just lose. But uh, going on, uh, we had some news that uh, Joe Burrow gonna be out for the rest of the season. Um, he tore some ligaments in his uh, throwing hand. Listen, if the Bengals are not questioned by the league for the amount of nonsense that went on, because he was clearly hurt getting off that plane. He had a whole cast. My thing is, no one saw that and no one went, uh, okay, Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, no, no, this is this is some serious shit because like Joe Burrow's hurt a lot, and you would think as the Bengals, if he's your franchise quarterback, you would be doing everything for him not to get hurt. You'd put him out on that field and just say like, "Oh, go win us a game because we've won a couple games, so now we can we can make noise in playoffs." You're not protecting your players, and the Bengals doctors. People have to understand, like, yeah, they're independent contractors, but they still work for that team. That team hired them. So at the end of the day, they're always going to look out for the team more than they're going to look out for the player. And that's what I saw because I watched him get hurt. And I'm like, it's not a regular injury. Like, it was like he couldn't even move his hand. That's on the Bengals. And I've been seeing this a lot with a lot of these uh, NFL doctors. They're always like, oh, they're cleared. And they go out there and get hurt. And it's like, okay, so how healthy were they? Where they, oh, we need you to go play, get us a play, and then whatever happens, health that type of healthy. So like, nah, the Bengals, the Bengals, they gotta, they gotta be investigated because that, that's, that's not fair. You're wasting Joe Burrow's career because you wanna go, you wanna go win. Like, listen, I'm all for winning, but let your best player get healthy. Now, you've wasted a whole season. Now, I think they're. Uh, I was talking to one of my Bengals friends. He's like, now they're looking at uh, the tight end from Georgia. They want that guy. Like, that's the guy they want. I'm like, or Bowers. Like, that, that, that's who they want. So I'm like, okay, go ahead and get that. But y'all are going to pay for what y'all did to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow didn't deserve that. He's a top five quarterback who honestly has been hurt a lot in his career. And for you guys to go out there and put him out there to go get hurt, Bengals, y'all y'all fucking up. That's not cool. We're going to move on to the NBA. Oh. Listen, there, as I would always say, being a professional sports player, that's your job. You have to show up every day and play like you mean it. And if there's one player who is very haphazard with the way he shows up every day and the way he doesn't show up every day, it's fucking Anthony Davis. <sighs> Listen, I watched that Anthony Listen, I don't care the fact that you owned up to it. Bro, you can't 
can't you can't have this inconsistent motive, right? For because to me that shows to me that that's the way you are in life. It's very inconsistent. Like yo, you're you're good one day, and then you're you're terrible the next day. Those are the type of workers I never want to work with because if you had two day, good days in a row, guess what you're gonna have? You're gonna have two bad days in a row. I don't need that. I need you to come in and do everything you can to win that game because. There was times the Lakers went on a run. They would get down to six. And you would ask for a shot from Anthony Davis, and he just couldn't do it. And I'm like, bro, we've been saying this same shit about you for the last four years. Like, you don't ever get tired? Bro, if I was an Anthony Davis, I'm averaging at least 29 points a game. Because now they're calling you out of your name. They're calling you McDonald's ice cream machine. Bro. Have some pride in your work. Damn. Bro, you never beat Sabonis? Sabonis? <laughs> this is the same Sabonis that Draymond took the heart of in, out of in the playoffs last year. You can't lose to him like that. And the thing is, <coughs> he made Sabonis look good. That was the worst thing about it. He made Sabonis look like a better player than what he really is. And we all know Anthony Davis, if he ever comes to play... Five player in the league. It's just, I wouldn't want to be a Lakers fan. He's frustrating to watch. You never know what you're going to get from him. Is he going to be, is he going to give you this Anthony Davis where he could be MVP or is he going to give you an Anthony Davis where he might get you 16 and 11? I don't need 16 and 11 from you. I need you to go out there and get me 28 points a night. You can't have this. And this is why Lakers were so hesitant to give him a contract because. That effort is terrible. That's the same type of effort my kids would give back in, uh, in school, and they'd be like, "Yo, Mr. Z, like, why'd I get a, why'd I get a, a 64?" I'm like, "Did you give your best effort?" Nah. Okay, like I don't, I don't know what you expected. So, Anthony, you, you gotta, you gotta turn that shit around, man. Like, I'm tired of hearing them calling you the same names, like. I just want players to get the type of respect they need, but I'm not going to give you that respect if you're going to be out here be bullshitting with me. So, it is what it is. We're going to do our favorite segment. We're going to do some pepper takes. Don't worry. The pepper soup is coming. The pepper soup will be here in 2024. So, when we are doing these, I will be eating some pepper soup. And whatever guests is with me, they'll be eating some pepper soup, too. Um, yo, when they say Hollywood's a really dark place, you don't realize how dark it is until you hear some people come out and talk about it. Like, the whole Cassie and, and Diddy situation, listen, we, like, there were always jokes about, like, Diddy was this, Diddy was that. And we laughed about it, but, like, I always say, there's truth in jokes. Like, I remember, like, people were, I've been, I was reading Twitter, people were talking about what he's doing, making the band and making people walk to Newark and go get him, that type of stuff. It's like, yeah, <laughs> he's joking about that, but how much times has he really done that for people? You're getting an exaggerated version of it, but he's probably still doing some wild shit like that. Like, when you hear 
when Diddy was high and like he's talking about, he talks he talks crazy. And I always go back to his interview when he's drunk or high with uh, Fabulous and Jadakiss, and he's like, "Come party with me." And I'm like, "That's he's probably talking about a different level of party," because in Hollywood there's three levels: there's the regular Hollywood people, there's um who live who live who are like the commoners, and you have Hollywood, which are like the actors, and then you have the idiots. That's exclusive club, so you don't know what's going on in exclusive club. That's different lifestyle. So Diddy's in that shit. And you gotta realize, just even back in the 90s, you have to realize, just because, because we always look at it like Suge Knight was the bad guy, because he was loud, he was abrasive, but Diddy was quiet. I always say, it's quiet people I worry about. Because they're the ones who are doing the massive shit. We were too focused on what Suge Knight was doing, because Suge Knight <coughs> is connected to the gang, he's doing all this, and Diddy's trying to be, oh, I'm quiet. Should have known right then. That motherfucker was bullshit. That motherfucker didn't care about nobody. That motherfucker was doing whatever he wants. Now he got money. And the only thing I don't like about this Cassie shit was that it looked like a money grab. It was a money grab. And like, I'm all for you. Go get your money. Go do all that type of stuff. But my thing is, if you had stayed the course and really wanted to put a, uh, a pin in this. You said, yo, we take this to court. The minute you settled, the minute you lost. Because you're going to get, like, what, 15 million? That's going to run dry. And then you can't work anymore because Diddy's going to blackball you in that. He's going to blackball you in Hollywood. I don't think she understood what she was doing besides the money grab. So, and I get it. She was like, yo, I'm in desperate. Because think about it. I think her husband, uh, her boyfriend or whatever, he's like a personal trainer. You gotta realize Diddy's gonna tell all those celebrities don't work with him. You're now, oh, this works. And she doesn't sing anymore. Like, all that money, that's, that's just gonna dry up. And then what are you gonna do? You're gonna bring up another story? People gonna look at you and be like, yo, we know it's a mere clear money grab. So now, it's like, who else is gonna come up? Who else is gonna say what they have to say? And are you really serious about this? Or are you just trying to get money out of Diddy? Because Diddy don't give a fuck about the money. <coughs> the billionaire. It's taking his status away. That's the biggest problem. Because, honestly, Diddy's been a monster for fucking years. We just... Us, as black people, we just supported him because he was black. We wanted to see a black man get his business up. Yo, take over a little bit of Hollywood. But in the end of the day... We didn't know behind closed doors. He's become just as much of a monster as they are. That's the scary part. And now it's like we have to downgrade one of our own. When <coughs> in Hollywood, there's a lot of other shit going on. How many other motherfuckers are doing shit like this? This is why when they say Hollywood's fucking crazy, people believe it. Hollywood is fucking nuts. Damn, I'm so mad my dad didn't let me do that up. Uh, all that audition. Man, I would have made it on all that. My dad did not want me to get on there. But honestly, I look back and I think about it sometimes like this. You don't know whose eye I would have drawn. Like, even if I, like my personality, I could have done something, I probably would have drawn a weird motherfucker. Like, said all the right things, 
But when I'm alone, hey, yo, that's the type of craziness Hollywood is. This is what people aren't understanding. That's why I'm not thrown off about, like, all this stuff Diddy's been. Because Diddy talks wild as it is now. When Diddy's relaxed and he's comfortable and he's drinking, a lot of the truths come out. A lot of his weird shit that he be doing. I'm like, oh, that's what you fucking into. There's too many people who don't fuck with him. That's the problem. That should have been the real issue. That's the thing you should have worried about. And, you know, for Cassie, you know, you got your money, but damn, you went out. You went out. Ah. And, and another thing in Hollywood. That's another pepper tape. Uh, Will, how many, how many L's can Will take in a fucking year? From the wife. Now you got Dwayne Martin talking about you, saying that you, you got you bent over. Like, uh, like, he said, he uh, Will's best friend, like, yo, said he walked in and seen Dwayne and Will having, it's just like, yo, this is what we doing now? Like, yo. Sorry, people, Bills just scored again. Fucking hell, Jets. Yo, do something. You know what? I'm, I'm going to drink that one because this this is this is bad football. Like, I've always said why. But anyway, back to the pepper team. Um, it, it's just, it's just a wild thing. Like, all this stuff is coming out now. It's like, what is the reason in this? Like, no one asked you for this. No one, no one, no, and he, he just, he just came out and said it. Now you have Jada, um, coming out and defending, which is, to me, like, I don't, I don't know who to believe in this story anymore. Because Jada's coming out defending you. First of all, I don't trust anything that woman says. So, I don't know. But, I do like the fact that even though she has respected him to another level, she's still willing to defend him from against other people. So, we'll see where this goes. I don't really know if I buy into it like that. It does seem like, yo, I'm just trying to get some publicity. And like, yo, people kind of forgot about me. Maybe Will don't talk fucking him like that. And now it's like, once again, another money grab. That that's what it's kind of looking like. But you know, we we gonna we gonna see where it goes. Um, and our last pepper tape, <sighs> Mark Jackson. Yo, I've never seen a man blackballed from the NBA the way Mark Jackson. Whether it was Warriors, whether it's trying to get a coaching job, and now he just lost his announcing job. Yo, I think like Mark Jackson doesn't deserve Hollywood. I really don't think he deserves it. But the thing with Mark Jackson that I see is that. He kind of rubs people really the wrong way, cause I think Steph Curry didn't really fuck with him like that. He was a little too, a little too, a little too harsh with him, and it seems like he's always been himself, which I do respect. But it's also like you have to be lean a little bit, um, 
And the fact that he hasn't gotten a coaching job since that Warriors thing means that there's a lot of people in the NBA who are just like, nah, we don't fuck with this dude. And this is why now that he lost his Knicks job, it's just like, okay, so he probably did some other shit. And now they just take everything away from him. This man can't do anything. He can't even call him Knicks games. So my thing is, what was all being said behind closed doors? Because they were saying there was uh, his assistant was recording him. What was Jackson saying? This is the thing where I say sometimes when you're too blunt, <coughs> you end up losing your job. You got to understand this NBA nowadays, these, these players are different. You can't talk about everyone like that. You can't talk about even like the Knicks organization. You have a you have an owner in James Dolan who literally kicked out one of his best players just, just for saying what he said about him. You got to know place and situation. You got to understand where you're at. And Mark Jackson seems to be one of those old old school players who's like, nah, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say whatever thing I want. Yeah, I respect it, and that's cool. But I also know I can't go into someone else's home and talk like that. That's the wild part. You know how the next organization is. You've been there for years. You've seen what they do. Why would you put yourself in that situation? And I'm not saying he did it on purpose. But I'm saying, yo, you're probably talking a little bit too crazy. And people probably were telling him, yo, Mark, you got to chill. And he wasn't taking, he wasn't understanding that. And now he's out of another fucking job. He just lost another job this summer for ESPN. Dude, you got to chill. I get it. Be blunt. Be who you are. But you can also tone it down, especially when you don't have... You don't have the good reputation like that. That's all it is. And I want Mark Jackson to have another job. Like, I still say to this day when I'm playing basketball, hand down, man down. But he's not understanding who he's working for. That's his only biggest right. And sometimes being like that can get you out of that job, especially if you don't know who you fuck with like that. So, Mark, my boy Mark, I hope I hope everything works out for you. That's all I can say about that. Um, so, um, yeah, another prepper tape where we have <laughs> Christy <laughs> Carissa Thompson, where <laughs> she admitted. To not know what did you mean? To not knowing what was going on. Yeah, she lied on sideline reports. Like, listen, you're gonna give the thing I don't like about this is that she's gonna give a lot of future women bad, bad um bad looks because you can't do stuff like that. You have to understand journalism is really important and when you lie and you don't do your job, you don't hurt yourself. You hurt future people coming underneath you. Because if they're like, oh, you work with her? Mm, you do the same craft as her? Especially at jobs. You have to understand when you're working a job, you have to be the best because you, and as a woman, now, you also gotta understand, 
Men already don't respect your opinion. And then you lied about it? Yo. What are you doing? Yo, all it takes is a simple, like, I always tell my kids, there's, no, there's nothing wrong. There's no such thing as a dumb question. The only thing is, is an unasked question because then you cause more problems for yourself. Like, all she could have said in my was interview, hey, can you go over what you said? When you make up your own stats and you do your own things, it comes out, now you get those jokes. Now you get, now you deserve, oh, see, she won't, she won't understand sports. You can't put yourself in that type of position. And the thing I'm upset about this more is that there's going to be some really good women coming up, but now they have to deal with this shit. Now they have to deal with the bullshit you put on because you got to stand these big companies, big journalists, because aren't going to want to hire you because they'd be like, are you really going to listen? You're going to get that same woman. You you kind of brought the women journalism back a little bit because of your ignorance. I, I, don't, I don't fuck with shit like that. Like, yo, you don't know something? Say you don't know it. Be honest about it because you know what? People respect you more. What you did was you lied, and now no one, you have no you have no one respect. I'm just like, yo, she could have been honest. She could have been fucking honest. Because now you have all these women, all these women coming out and saying like, hey, I take my job seriously, because they understand the the stigma that you're gonna put on them. Being the role of a sideline reporter and like having that access to, to coaches and players, how many women can say they get at? I mean, besides the Doris Ryan and all of them, you know, the, the legends, how many young other women are going to get chances because you fucked up? There's only three women in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and you mocked it. And now there won't be another one for a long time because they're always going to remember what you did. And I hate putting it um, on one person, but you also have to understand you're in a male-dominated um, field. You can't fuck up like that. These are the type of fuck-ups that make everyone forget about the, the strides that you make because they're always going to remember the mistake you made. First time you make a mistake, that's it. Especially in these organizations, they don't want to. They already don't want to hire you. They already don't hire want to hire women. And you fuck up like this. You can't do shit like this. You cannot do shit like that. It's just it's just really hard because I know some women who are in who are really climbing up the field in the uh, world of journalism. And I feel like I hope they don't run into this. I hope they don't get. I hope they don't get shafted because of this. This girl's a silly mistake. And the worst thing is a silly mistake. You could have just, hey, I don't know what's going on. Can you gone off camera? And now you've done this, and for what? <sighs> and that's that, that's the end of our forever takes. Uh, you know, we got our MVP picks. Um, I went one and two last week because the fucking Brown, uh, uh, the fucking Bengals and the fucking um, Ravens couldn't close out their games. They they were winning. I'd have gone three and zero, but that's the past. Right now, uh, I'm one and zero. I'm looking at about to go two and zero. The 49ers are about to beat the Bucks. Whoo! The Lions pulled out that win in the last second. Last second. Oh, if they have lost to the Bears, that's when I know. Listen, the 
football guys don't fuck with me. But they pulled it out. I'm two and zero. Kobe's one and one right now. Our our big game tomorrow is tomorrow. The Chiefs versus the Eagles. But Kobe has the Chiefs and I have the Eagles. That one will decide a lot. <laughs> and like I said, I think um, the Eagles. It depends on how the Eagles start because if the Eagles start red hot. I feel like they can win that game. They can't start slow against the Chiefs because the Chiefs defense is really good. And if they can slow down the Hurts, they can slow down the uh, A.J. Brown, they'll win that game. But we'll see. It'll be a good uh, Super Bowl rematch. You know, I hate both fucking teams. Listen, I'm a Patriots fan, guys. I hate everyone. I hate every team. If you're not, if you're not the Patriots, I don't wish good on you. I hope, I hope you don't win anything. I hope you lose in the playoffs. But the thing about me, I never wish injuries on people. But I do hope you lose. There's, there's a difference. I hope your team loses. Like, I hope you lose to that team you didn't expect to lose to. Like, if the Eagles were to face, um, say, a bad team, like, I would want the Eagles to lose. That's the type of, that's the type of um, hatred I have for all these other teams, that all these 31 other teams. But oh, getting ready for the Sunday night football game. It's going to be a, I hope it's going to be a good one. The Broncos versus the Vikings. Broncos are looking good right now. Their defense is showing up. Russell Wilson is still not the Russell Wilson. He doesn't need to be. He just needs to not make that many mistakes. That's all he doesn't need to do. And Joshua Dobbs. Listen. Jets. These are the type of plays you trade for. But you want to be stubborn and stick with uh, Zach Wilson. You deserve what you get. Anyway. Um, we signing off. Any last thoughts? I'm just gonna let you know. Um, hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. You know, I know uh, being around uh, family sometimes sucks around this time because everyone got their own problems. But you know, let's not kill each other. Let's enjoy some good food, uh, have some good drinks, watch some football games, and uh, you know, WWE Survivor Series this uh, Saturday. You can watch it. Should be a good show. War games, and you know, we out. Post-game narratives.